Hello and welcome to the Nevermind Poly podcast. My name is Matt, I'm your host, and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world. How are you all doing? How are you all living? I hope you're all doing well. Wherever you are listening to this podcast, we appreciate you for checking out the show. My name is Matt, as I say, we chat to rock and metal bands, and this particular conversation was with the excellent Cage Fight. I sat down with Cage Fight at the excellent 2000 Trees Festival, which seems like a fucking age ago, as you as you will be listening to this podcast. Um, we have put out uh, every single day, we've put our brand new podcast, it seems. And the reason for that is because we were hitting it really, really hard at 2000 Trees in terms of interviews and stuff. This is the last one, bar one. So you've got one more uh, interview coming from 2000 Trees, and that is with Stephen of Lost Alone, which is a fantastic chat. I'm saving that one just for a little while. Um, but this one was with Cage Fight. I sat down with James and Rachel of Cage Fight, uh, and they had just performed over on the Cave stage, and they were fucking excellent. Um, James, I have known for a long time. He's one of the uh, the the head honchos over at Hold Type PR. So in his day job, uh, he plays uh, in Tesseract and also in Cage Fight. He also works behind the scenes uh, in terms of promoting bands and various things. And um, he's basically one of the reasons this podcast has as many guests as it does because Hold Tight are one of those one of those PR people who I work really closely with and I have a fantastic relationship with. We go into that. We talk about um, the the set they played. We talk about uh, just Cage Fight in general. It's a really good chat. I actually had Cage Fight on um, the round about a year ago. I sat down with the drummer Nick, um, and this is obviously a, a more of a bite-sized version with James and Rachel. But um, it was too good of an opportunity to pass up to sit down with these lovely, lovely humans. If you want to give us a, uh, some money and help us out financially with the show, you can over at patreon.com forward slash nevermindpolypodcast. Uh, and if you don't want to do that, can't do that, that's completely fine as well. Just go and tell uh, five of your friends about the show. Just spread the word that is Nevermind Poly Podcast around. Give us a five-star rating on your favorite podcasting platform. And... Um, just enjoy it really i enjoyed doing this so much it's a opportunity uh that i get that i never dreamed of having is, is chatting to bands and stuff and going to festivals for free and things like that as press so it's a it's a really really lovely situation to be in so just enjoy the show for what it is i enjoy making you enjoy listening to it and um yeah i'm just gonna shut up and let you listen to my conversation with rachel and james of cage fight on the nevermind poly podcast see you in a bit Hi guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Poly Podcast. We have got a returning guest band, but new members of the band to the podcast, so to speak. I've got James and Rachel of the band Cage Fight. I interviewed Nick uh, last year, around last year. So how are we both doing? Are we both okay? Yeah, very good, thank you. Yeah, yeah, like, what a great festival, what a lovely day. Absolutely. Uh, it's, my, it's my first festival as well, 2000 Trees, as it is yours. Is it your first one? Yeah, we never came here, yeah. Time of trees, yeah. Nice, nice. It's um, it's a nice vibe. I wanted to, to touch on the fact it's been about a year since Nick came on, uh, and we have spoke about the record coming out and things. How has it been? How's the reception since then? What's kind of happened in the last year? How's it all been for everybody? I know it's been been great. Like uh, uh, since the record came out, we uh, had the privilege of playing some great tours with Chromags and with Sepultura. Uh, did a couple of festivals, including Bloodstock, and then we did our headline run uh, where yeah we sold out the London show and people seem to like it and it's 
really lovely. Like, really, really pleased with how it's going. Yeah. And we just change bases, so, yeah. so a lot of change. Bit of change. Absolutely, love that. Uh, and that's the thing as well. You guys play, in my estimation at least, as a fan of your guys' music, the perfect mix of hardcore and thrash. There's moments during your set where I was like, this is a fucking sick riff. And then you'll just change it up on a dime. And I'm like, oh, fucking here we go again. Like, so um, how do you find the, the writing process going from like just the initial idea to becoming a full song? Um, what we think is fun. Like, we're just basically, like, for me, I'm basically playing music with like, three, some really great mates, and we just do what we enjoy, and we en it's fun. Fun is the key. Absolutely. I um, I, ha I interviewed um, Mel Hammer journalist Stephen Hill a couple of weeks back, and he said if it's not fun, don't do it. Like when it comes to work, if it's like it comes too much of a job, just don't just sack it off and don't do it. You know. Well, that's I mean as a job, that's a massive privilege, and also mm. I'm very very grateful that I get. Like, I'm in a couple of bands and I do music publicity. Mm. I am very grateful that I get to do things I find fun, and I think that if you can do something that's fun, choose that over money or anything because it's your life. Yeah. But I also am aware that not everyone has that privilege so I'm very grateful for that yeah. absolutely Rachel I wanted to talk to you uh, just briefly because obviously the album artwork you tattooed onto uh, an individual how mad is that they've now got A your artwork on their hand for the rest of their life but how was that experience so yeah that was pretty crazy because this girl she didn't even hear the music before Amazing. I just, yeah I just posted something and she was so cool she was like yeah I'm up for it yeah and we did it and yeah it was incredible and yeah I was very proud and grateful and yeah she, she still didn't came back to me for the touch-up so <laughs> has she even been to a show I don't think she's even seen she didn't come no she was just cool I think that's the thing because uh, the reason I bring this up right so when uh, music was a bit more um, like when like we had been more disposable income right as a, as a generation whatever right I went into HMV when I was about 14 right and I picked up Suicide Silences No Time to Breathe based on the strength of the artwork so the reason I bring that up is because when I saw that artwork initially sent, I was like, that's striking. It's like, is that an actual tattoo? That's an actual tattoo. That's fucking mental. So that's like really, really cool. So was that always the plan or was it just like you say, just on the complete off the cuff kind of like that? No, I think basically we're trying to work out the artwork. Um, and um, there were a bunch of ideas. And I was also a painter. So I was like, well, Rachel, yeah. why, don't, why don't you paint? Some yeah. artwork. Yeah. And you were basically like, no, let's let's do a fucking tattoo. Yeah, because I was thinking painting is not catchy enough. And it's not yeah. extreme enough. I, I, exactly, it's not extreme enough. I wanted to do something very original. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, and that's the thing. It definitely made an impression because a, it got me to listen to the record, and the record fucking slams. It got me to take it to a show. So yeah, it was, it was an investment well made. Um, I wanted to touch on as well. Um, how was the show for you guys? Because in the audience, it was fucking rammed it was hot it was sway how was it for you guys on stage I think that was one of our best shows very very good yeah it was our second show with um, our new bass player and um, and so I guess our first one we found our feet a bit more whereas this one it was like comfortable we just all had fun like we were just all like just jumping around like having a laugh like I don't know I think 
it was fun and easy. Um, we had the best time. So yeah, absolutely. And there was something that I don't know if this was a deliberate mix thing on your guys' part, but the mix was really, really high with the bass, and I loved that. I don't know if it transferred to you guys, but it was so whether it's just that he's playing all the way, like it was just so thumping. It was like watching a Sepultura gig in that respect, like the kind of the massive like fucking hell. There's some popping bass in that, so it was really, really cool. Um, I would have said louder guitar to be honest. So that, 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 that wasn't my choice. Yeah, <laughs> it was <laughs> random. But yeah. but, um, but like for, for now, many years now, Rachel tells me to turn down my guitar, so it probably was the right move, whatever it was. <laughs> I love that. So that's the thing as well. Like I don't want to touch on it too much because it's so uh, over it. But 2020, COVID, and everything else, we didn't think we'd get to do this anymore. Like let alone being uh, as a fan of music, but get to come to festivals and stuff. How um, how do you look at has your perception changed of what you do as a role now? Obviously, as PR as well as in bands and, and being in a band, how do you find things? Have you changed your perception? Well, I don't. If COVID happened to happen, this band might not have happened because a lot of the ideas were written in COVID. Like we did all the demos in COVID. You were in France. Yeah. No one could travel at that point, and we wrote like half the stuff remotely when we're all in sort of like, uh, like late stages of lockdown. And so you know, like obviously COVID sucks and it was terrible on a lot of levels, but. I don't know, like if that hadn't happened, maybe we wouldn't be here now. So you got to look at the positives. Absolutely. And that's the thing as well. Like you guys are super busy just as individuals away from the bands. Obviously, you've got other bands and stuff and you've got other things going on as well. So like, how do you manage your time? Because as the famous quote says, we've only got 24 hours in a day. How do you manage your time between doing all these different crazy things? As the famous quote is also said, uh, I'll sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> I like that. I use that all the time. And my other half goes, God, that's depressing. I'm like, no, it's not. It's like twisted on his head. Like I can sleep when I'm no. dead. Don't worry about it. Live like, life to the absolute max because we're not here for very long. Absolutely. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> Which always makes my mum go, well, don't say that. And I'm like, oh, it's all good. It's all good. Um, I wanted to ask you a question I've asked every band in 2023. And obviously Nick came on in 2020, so I didn't get a chance to ask him. Uh, and that is, when Spotify buys this podcast, you've got to play along with it a little bit, right? And I've got all that big Spotify money. I'm going to create my own festival, right? It's going to be called Nevermind Poly Podcast Festival, whatever, right? And there's going to be no financial or logistical constraints and what you could have on your rider what would you have so I'll give you a bit of context the one I always use Matt from August Burns Red said to me I want a full RC like monster truck set up at a festival what would you like to have I want extreme comfort I'd look like a really nice lounge comfy sofas I'd like a sauna nice. uh, I do yeah like, like a post show sauna sweat it all out I'd like a bar with every drink in it nice massage massage yeah massage. Masseuse on my hand. nice nice yeah basically just comfort comfort I, mean, that, I, I can facilitate that I reckon I, I, I've had people, I had um, uh, the punk rock guitarist uh, Beans on Toast I just want to turn up I'm like you're already invited you haven't got to worry about that you're already coming it's fine but um, one final question for you both and it can be uh, as kind of deep and meaningful you want or it can be as trivial as you like what is the best thing about being in a band in your opinion well, I mean that's difficult I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Um, being able to express yourself how you want. Yeah. I have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing I, I kind of love more. I suppose. I don't know. I need to be careful with what I say <laughs> because I have to yeah. yeah. say that. I've, I love playing music, I love playing music, I love hanging out with my friends, and it's basically just the best time. 
Lovely stuff. What is ahead for 2023 that you can talk about? Um, we're being booked for some summer festivals next year already. Amazing. Um, and we're hoping to have, we're hoping to write a record. Whether we get it out, I don't know. But yeah. we will, we will be out and about. And please come and check us out. As I said to uh, Snakes earlier, content incoming, as the kids say nowadays. Thank you so much, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, and thank you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Lovely job. Thank you, guys. I'd like to meet you finally.